What is up, my babies? It is your trustworthy radio DJ father figure and confidant, Wolf the Dog, and I am here to deliver you the newest of news on the newest and only radio station here in contention. That is right. You are tuned into 694.2. PTBP. And I am wet. My love of trash is strong. And I am covered in grease. You love that, listener. You love it. And I love this community. A community so trusting and smart, we decided to build a Delta Green scenario through prompt-based writing contests. I, Wolf the Dog, am now announcing the winner of the first writing contest. Drum roll, please. The winner is... PM underscore me underscore your underscore lunatics with cold hunger. Congratulations, you. In the second writing prompt, we will be creating the setting for this scenario. Join us over at reddit.com slash pretending pod. Thank you, trusted listeners and friends. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. It is the news. Silas Cole is the best thing that has ever happened to the small, unfortunate town of contention. You all should give him the respect he deserves. And do not question his decisions. The townsfolk who are going missing are not missed. Maybe they even deserved it. Trust in Silas Cole. He gave you lights. And he is now moving your air around in a pleasant fashion. Why would you not trust a man like that? And now, vocal and instrumental sounds combined in such a way as to produce beauty of form, harmony, and expression of emotion. It is the Creek Rocks with Canty you hear them wolves a howling. I was doing some research on hand washing during the old Western times and just like throughout history in general. And there, there's a sentence that I want to read to you guys that stuck out to me. It says, though perhaps lesser known, an important pioneer of hand washing was the Vienna-based Hungarian obstetrician Ignaz Semmelweis who was alive from 1818 to 1865, who realized that laboring women caught perpetual fever from doctors who went straight from the morgue to the delivery room. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is that real? They had real? some crazy fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good observation, Ignatz. Yeah, yeah, good, good job. Did anyone he believe was him? the one that picked up on that. Oh, no, I don't think anyone believed him. They probably stoned him to death outside somewhere. <laughs> you mean I got to wash him after I touch the body? Why? <laughs> then all the juice will be gone. 
<laughs> the dead guy juice is good for the baby's immune system. Immunosystems. Yeah. Life ends and life begins. Well, you want to smear a little bit of wisdom on the baby's head. <laughs> and you say, Simba. <laughs> you can't breathe water. What if I wash my hands and then touch my face and drown? <laughs> Listen, there's probably another study that proves that babies who weren't touched by the hands of a man who had been groping a corpse aren't as successful in life. <laughs> so I've read those studies. Yeah, I re- made them and have read read them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote the studies and I read them all the time. For what? For fun. For funsies. <laughs> For funsies. For funsies, my medical journal that I write, <laughs> which is called For Funsies. If you had to be a doctor, what kind of doctor would you be? Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that the medical term? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a pussy doctor. I'm not a pussy doctor. <laughs> Thomas Cox, PD. (laughs) Don't you mean PhD? No. No, what? (laughs) I'd go Cox South. Cox South. Ball doctor. Ball doctor. Would that be a urologist, probably? (laughs) A pee-pee doctor. You don't pee out your balls, Luke. Yeah, but it's close. It's it's stored, though. Yeah. (laughs) We're all very good at science. (laughs) Zach, even a first grader knows that. (laughs) <laughs> that's your pee sack i'm a dr zach pp and i'm here to <laughs> excuse me what did you say pp pp it's what i studied in medical school <laughs> physical penologist penologist <laughs> i'm a penologist i can tune pianos and i can look at well, your I think I'm technically a piano <laughs> doctor <laughs> I'm a <laughs> what is it? You have to have 10,000 hours to be a master? Yeah. Yeah, you have all. <laughs> I'm a 30 times master. You can get that in what? A week? <laughs> How many hours are in a week? 10,000. 525,600. 525,600. That's how long it takes to get good at. PP doctorin. You can take that out. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna know. But he won't. Yeah. You never do it, Thomas, so I know you won't do it for anyone. Else. Is D- Dr. Pimple Popper, is, that, is she a dermatologist? That's what I would be. Oh. Wait, do you like that shit? A Dude, Dr. Pimple that. Popper? I love that shit. You wanna like fuck with cysts and shits? Yeah, cut them out. Do you do it to other people? Like, are you into that? I Yeah, I have. I like doing them on huh. myself, but I admit I like popping my own pimples and stuff like that. But I don't like seeing it on somebody else. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't I'm like pimple popping videos. Yeah, me either. I'm a proud subscriber of the <laughs> popping subreddit. Oh. <laughs> but that's about something else, right? Nope. <laughs> we should compare each other's subreddits sometimes. Mine's extremely boring. Yeah, mine's super boring. Mine's probably pretty boring too, but I bet there'd be like interesting things we'd find, Let's like see. subreddits we didn't know about. We got 13 or 30. <laughs> Wait, what? 
13 or 30, it's pictures of people that could be 13 or 30. I, I follow that oh. one, yeah. Abrupt <laughs> Chaos oh. is a pretty good one. Aged Like Milk is a pretty good one. I like that one, too. Are yours just like being mean to weird people? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any like not... Yeah, how many like science, arts, and culture subreddits do you follow? <laughs> I follow animals being derps. Ate <laughs> the onion is always a good one. That one's too depressing for me. I only follow two subreddits. Awful taste, but great execution, and male fashion. Those are the only two. That's all you need, really. It balances you out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes I can't tell the difference. What what was it? Awful taste, but great execution. Oh, I remember. Is that That's where you really sent us the one. weird? Yeah. Is that where you sent us the weird like McDonald's shoes or whatever? Or like? Oh yeah, those maybe. were actually dope though. Yeah, I. The it's best perfect. part is like people arguing about whether or not the thing is actually awesome. I follow the pretending to be people subreddit where I shut the fuck fan up. Let's theories <laughs> will not be silenced. <laughs> Uh, I follow the Kanye subreddit, and the top post right now is, uh, that's enough, Mr. West, please no more today. Mm-hmm. Posted right after that Harriet Tubman shit. <laughs> Did you oh, see that? No. Yeah. It was bad. He's a maniac. Oh, no. It's a sad story of <laughs> mental illness yep. that is a true bummer. But you know when he gets real bad that he's got an album coming out soon. Yeah, but he hasn't put out good music since... Yeezus? All right. So <laughs> That's not true. Life of Pablo was fucking dope. Oh, I thought... Yeah, yeah, Don't I refute know. the GM, Luke. Yeah. Well, I love Kanye West. His so. word is law. <laughs> it's the Wild West. There are no It sounded laws. like you called him Connie, <laughs> Connie West. Connie, Connie West. <laughs> is that not how you say it? <laughs> it's just like a 65-year-old white woman doing karaoke to Kanye. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. I'm trying to think of like the funniest... <laughs> The, the funniest lines of Kanye West that the old white woman could do. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say those. So let's <laughs> dig in here. Let's gold dig in here yep. to <laughs> the old West. Yeehaw. Yee. Yeehaw. I'm trying to say that once per episode. Rootin' tootin' shootin'. Yeehaw. Hold on. Before we start, because we haven't gone long enough before we start. <laughs> yeah, people how, love this. How... How many times do you think people actually said yeehaw back in the day? Well, let's find out. I'm Googling. <laughs> 2, 2,540,380. Uh, it meant hello and goodbye. Oh. So, yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeehaw means family. <laughs> God, I want a tattoo that says yeehaw means family yeehaw on my back. And it's stitched with a cowboy yeah. hat and boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh just now oh no should we all stop one two three five six seven that was cool we kind of had like a clip clap like horses hooves <laughs> on the ground right outside of the church here in the 1880 somethings in contention who's on a horse uh you know jack perlman's uh, on a horse come on i'm on a horse Come on, hey, mister. Uh, Everett did not bring his horse into town. He walked in. I like to think that Everett has a very small donkey he rides on. Can we (laughs) make that happen? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to play unless it's a talking raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. That's a throwback for just the group. (laughs) 
inside jokes are great for podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that did actually happen. We had a player say that. <laughs> yeah, in Delta Green. So she was a talking raccoon. So um, how do we get out of this? <laughs> what kind of horse are you riding, Jack? That is the good question. I think we established uh, between me and Zach, it's a big old brown, good solid like workhorse, not like an agile like racing horse. Like this one can like carry a wagon around. Very sturdy, beautiful horse named Jeremiah, Mm. whom I love and I think Jack also loves. Ephraim has a uh, big brown and white Clydesdale named Hey Mister. H-A-Y, mister. Oof. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. I think that's the horse maybe I have, too, is is the Clydesdale, the weird, like... Budweiser horse? Yeah, the, the Clydesdale's the one you can use in Red Dead, but that you would absolutely never, ever ride in real life. Right. <laughs> oh. They're too majestic. <laughs> but mine, I'm, oh. I'm such they're, a big guy that I've got to have a, a big old horse. Okay, I don't have that kind. I just got a big, fun horse. I'll write that down. <laughs> Can you write that down so we don't forget? Big fun horse. Big fun horse, Jeremiah. Professor Horace Green, did you ride in town? Yeah, he, he rents a, a horse from from the local uh, livery stable. Horsery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's got whatever horse they gave him today. <laughs> I'm seated on my horse, and I look over at Horace. Um, <clears throat> is, that, is that animal sick? It sounds a little hoarse. God. <laughs> and Ephraim slaps his knee and laughs to himself. God damn it, Ephraim. I, it's just, no, it's just a standard American quota horse. And I think it's in fine health. It was a joke. I, d- I don't follow. It sounds hoarse. <laughs> it's a horse? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we had a plan to do something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I reckon we were going to head over there. And I point to the midpoint between the cemetery and my place. We were thinking we were going to see if she dropped off those bodies somewhere. And <clears throat> Are you uh, you just walking? I mean, I, I'll be way behind you guys if I if I do if I do a walk. Perhaps you I, should perhaps you should hop on the back of uh, this man's gigantic Clydesdale here. Bobby Custard speaks up and is like, Judge, would you be okay with with every hopping on the back of yours? If not. You know, Everett, there's a good place right here on the back of old Bucky. Bucky looks like a good place for you to ride. And Bucky is a gorgeous black horse. If you're offering space on Bucky there, I'll take it. And as Everett Pace hops up onto Bucky. It's it's kind of a slow, arduous process, his old rickety bones getting up there. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be able to ride all over this countryside, but nowadays it's hard to get up on. That's why I keep the donkey at my place. It's easier to get up on. It's a little shorter, you know? Uh, and a sheepish young girl is approaching as Everett Pace is trying to get up. And you all would know her. Her name is Elizabeth Connor. She lives in contention. And Judge Cortland, you would remember her as a friend of your deceased daughter. What's sheepish about her? Is she like furry? Wooly. <laughs> no, when she opens her mouth, she's just like. Ah. <laughs> she has a Serta mattress. Okay, so yeah, one of the Serta sheep comes bouncing up to you. <laughs> and I won't play if I can't be that Serta sheep. <laughs> How close is she to us? She's approaching right now, and she is walking up behind Everett 
Um, hi, hey there, folks. Um, hey, Lizzie. Um, do you, oh, hi there, Judge Cortland. It's it's good to see you. Mm-hmm. I don't reckon I didn't mean to cause nothing, but speak up. Um, and she walks right over to Cortland and is, um, yeah, uh, I didn't want to say anything with uh, Mr. Cole around, mm-hmm. but this morning. I overheard Mr. and Mrs. Cole, they're arguing right, something loud and fiery, and I I did hear, they were screaming about copper wire. I heard, I heard them talking about it. Yeah, he, he had some copper wire for those fans, but I think it's got something to do with my copper wire. Well, I heard, I heard him yell, and he was real angry that she, she took some. She took some? So, why did she? I just. Why did she take some? I, I reckon I, I don't have any sort of idea. I was just fetching some water and happened to overhear it. And and when when you came in, Judge, you screaming and hollering about how your copper wire had been done taking. I I thought maybe. I mean, I I would hate to think that of the coals. I don't know. I don't trust any of them. He's always seemed a little off to me. Yeah, from we don't uh we don't agree about much, but uh on this we definitely do. Creepy little fella. I don't trust a man with pants that big. <laughs> never can, never should. And Elizabeth's father hollers for her. I better be long now. I just wanted to pass that on to you. Do with it what you will, I suppose. Thanks for the heads up, Lizzie. And with that, she's gone and during that entire conversation, Everett Pace was just <laughs> <laughs> we got you okay now that you're back on here okay and just uh don't hold on too tight there <laughs> yep okay now i think maybe and the crowd is leaving they they kind of do that thing that big crowds do where they're congregating like a congregation in front of the church so they're all like saying their goodbyes but it's taking them a while to leave and custard all right yeah maybe let's just take a what hey that's what horses are (laughs) (laughs) custard uh delete this if if it turns out i asked you about this last time but um do you know anything about a local gambler named thomas oh Yes, actually, uh, Thomas was one of them there that disappeared about, oh, six days ago. Well, that's that's right. Uh, Judge, the young lady who just spoke to us mentioned that she overheard the woman she was referring to having having an argument with Miss with Mister Cole. I also uh, I overheard some of the miners mentioning that Thomas had had gotten in a terrible conflagration with Mister Cole. They had they had argued fiercely shortly before his disappearance. I don't know if that's any help to the mystery, but um, there it is. Luke, can you hear Thomas? It's very robot-y. Shit, really? Was that? Yeah, I was robot-y? having trouble understanding some of it. I Same. could hear, I could like understand what yeah. you're saying, but it sounds like you're talking into a big fan with how robot-y it is. Oh. <laughs> uh, still. Yeah. Maybe leave the Zoom call and yeah. hop on back in. Yeah, that whole time he was talking, I was like, well, I can kind of get it. I don't know if we're going to interrupt and say anything, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. I was having trouble following. Hello? Hey. How How is it? Still robot-y. Robot-y. Still bad. 
Oh, damn it. I was saving that burp for when I talk next time, but we'll get another one. <laughs> Rick and Morty style. <laughs> Save up all the burps for when you speak. Yeah. Hey, Zach, what's that shirt you got on? I've never seen it shirt. before. I only have like four shirts that I like. <laughs> Same. I ain't clear this some bitchin' closet on out. Get me some proper Western attire so I can get in character better. <laughs> I show up in like oh, a full yeah. cowboy garb for the next episode. That would have been fun. <laughs> we should start doing costumes for the for the Patreon. Hell yeah. Uh, me and Joe can just wear our weird luchador masks. <laughs> <laughs> we play we'll luchadors a, in every single one every shot from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only, it's the only mask I have. <laughs> there is a worldwide wrestling RPG that looks fucking hilarious. Nice. I could be George W. Bush. I have a mask of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you should have just been gw for this one <laughs> okay so am i still a robot yeah yeah how about now still Fuck. still fan very robotty. okay uh i'm gonna I think restart it's, i think it's worse if that if that helps you at all <laughs> i think, I think I'm stopping my audacity track. Uh, okay. Pause. Yeah, let's all just pause it. Five, six, seven. So that's all I know about Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody does anybody know? Go ahead and run it back. I think we got a pretty good one. Oh, I'm sure we did, but they didn't hear you. They didn't understand you. Oh, all that. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, well, uh, the gist of it is that I I overheard some of the miners talking about uh, Thomas and, and Mr. Cole uh, getting in a terrible argument um, shortly before his disappearance. And apparently he'd made some kind of some kind of great discovery down there. Uh, I'm not sure what it was. Th- Thomas made the discovery, or, or Cole had? Cole makes discoveries every day. Thomas found something in Mr. Cole's mind. Well, what was it? A goo. Like oil? Do you strike oil? Living oil. I don't, that sounds like a mite bit crazy if you ask me. I am a man of science, and I have seen many things. Nature you think maybe can produce... They hit, hit like a gas leak or something down there, making him, making him feel a little wacky? Judge, with all due respect... Is there a gas leak in your own home? Why do you do the things you do? He's just got his mouth open, unsure what, how to respond. I like this science guy a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, I, now, I don't know much about science and about living goo, but I know that you did just roast this man's beans, and for that, I do applaud you. Now maybe we should be off instead of yeah, I think we talking about going. hypotheticals of living slime and whatnot. Sounds too goofy to me. Yes, I completely agree. Unless there's anything else that people aren't telling each other that might help us solve this case on the way there. And just, uh, I mean, I know this is of limited interest to the, to the rest of you, but I would like. I would like it to be established scientifically and for all posterity from now in the 1880s that this is a goo. It's called a goo. 
I like. I reckon I like that a whole lot. We'll name it after Young Thomas. You, Thomas you, Goo. You want to call it th- the Thomas Goo, huh? Thomas. No, Goo, no, 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 no. Bottle Thomas that up. Thomas Goo. Of course, it will have a name uh, in Latin uh, that will roughly translate to Thomas's Goo. Does anyone here know Latin? I, I actually do, but it would be above you. You wouldn't understand it. You would say I just hear static. I'm just sure of it. What's static? Oh, uh, well, see, Silas Cole <laughs> found out about electricity, and sometimes it makes a weird noise. Ah, I know some Latin. I know habeas corpus. I don't. I don't think you do. Yeah. Tell me. Go ahead and tell the class what habeas well, corpus means, Ephraim. Speaking of habeas corpus, don't we got some corp- corpuses to find? <laughs> Let's go. Go ahead and roll natural world for those of you who uh, have natural world. Oh, shit. I got to find my character sheet. 18 oh. on a 40. I, it's it's a one. I passed with a one. Hell yeah. Oh, holy shit. Nice. Where the, I have my character sheet pulled up and I can't find it. There's too many fucking... Oh, no. I restarted. God damn it. Oh, thank God I still have it. Let's get all these things back up. Apologies. Apologies. Y'all need not roll. Okay. We got a uh, one. Everett Pace, looking up into the sky, you see three vultures circling about a half mile down the road. And right down there, there's a row of homes. Uh, Just a little uh, early idea of a suburb happening down here on the west side of contention. You can just hear these vultures. The vultures are barking? Yeah, a little bit. To seemingly no one, Horace Green pipes up and says, Actually, the concept of the suburb dates to the Roman times, uh, meaning it, it, it comes from suburbus, meaning beyond the city. Oh, is that Latin? What? I'm sorry, I was just thinking out loud. And Everett, you would know that that, that is the sound vultures make. Uh, you just, <laughs> <laughs> just like in general... Hey, li- 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 listen here, fellas. Them uh, vultures. There, there's three of them up there. They're barking. I've had vultures follow me around before. Uh, usually take a shower, bath after that. But I've heard them bark. <laughs> Don't you figure if we're uh, if we're looking for bodies, there's a good chance that uh, they're circling a body. Uh, I mean, might as well check there. I think that's uh, a wonderful observation, Everett. That's a good start, Everett. Thanks, everyone. You're welcome. We all love you and cherish you. <laughs> Which is exactly what Joe had in mind with this character. (laughs) Horace Green has never heard another man speak that way to a man, much less heard a man get that kind of positive affirmation in his life at this point in the 1880s. So sad. He doesn't know what to do with it. (laughs) But he feels feels all of a sudden like something's missing that he didn't know about before. Oh, no. Maybe it'll help him grow to become a, a better man. He mutters, does the patriarchy hurt men too? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. As we approach and get closer, I want to pull my gun out and try to shoot one of the buzzards. Okay, everyone roll animal handling, except for the judge who does this so often that his horse is <laughs> used to it. Totally used to it. I don't think I passed. I think you got to roll it for me. I'm not. I'm not controlling this bad boy. How about you roll it for me? Oh, could I roll ride? 
Either way, I failed hard. Yeah, same. I rolled a <laughs> <I've>, 92. <laughs> I failed. I failed hard as well. Oh, no. <laughs> what? I put all my points into drive wagon. <laughs> thinking I could just drive us around in a wagon. <laughs> Your sick party wagon. I should have put science it into, party wagon. Well, I figured he went out to his his dinosaurs bones every day <laughs> with a little with a little wagon. So Horace Green is leading you guys in this wagon that you're all sitting in the back. of. <laughs> Look over there, vultures. <laughs> Thankfully, Everett's sitting right up front. He notices. He's, <laughs> um, no, this this sucks. Uh, so. <laughs> As soon as uh, Should Judge I roll a firearms? Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, please don't crit failure firearms roll that you didn't have to roll a second ago. 15 on a 50. Ooh. That's a dead bird. Do you want to describe it? As we're riding up, I pull my gun out and <clears throat> oh, ate all my bacon last night and pop, shoot a, shoot a vulture. And the vulture... Uh, shrieks except for they don't shriek they bark it's just like (laughs) and it turns over and immediately begins falling to the ground and the other two begin circling just a little bit lower the horses let's see we got bucky we got jeremiah thank you yeah we got bucky we got jeremiah and then the rental (laughs) his name's hertz so you guys can push this roll if you would like uh, on either ride or animal handling in order to try to basically at the apex of this horse trying to knock you off. You can push the roll to try something a little bit different to hold on tight and regain control. However, if you fail that roll, it'll be a crit fail. Horace Green doesn't have time to push. He just gets bucked straight off the back of the horse and is suddenly... Okay. On his backside. Jack Perlman <gasps> tries to to emotionally and mentally connect with his best friend Jeremiah the horse and like hugs really tightly to its neck and tries to whisper into its ear to calm down, Jeremiah. It's just me now. Okay. Did you put points into horse whispering? <laughs> Hell yeah. Natural world, baby. I pa- uh, 58 on a 70. So I pass. All right. And Everett Pace, uh, we're both kind of hanging on by a thread here. What are you going to do? So I'm really scared to push because if you fail a push, it's a crit fail, right? That is correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to push. Okay. Everett Pace, you fall off and the preacher, preacher sheriff, Bobby Custard. I forgot his name completely. How dare you? (laughs) Forget everyone's favorite character, Bobby Custard. And uh, Preacher Sheriff Bobby Custard falls directly on you. You're going to lose one hit point. (laughs) And Professor Horace Green, you fall off as well, losing a single hit point. And the horses just stay near, thankfully. Uh, They kind of trot in circles. (laughs) And Jack Perlman, (gasps) you grab on tight and you pull yourself forward your legs dangling like you're superman riding this horse like i'm doing a sick plank almost on my horse exactly (laughs) what do you whisper in its ear none of this loss in translation bullshit all right jeremiah it's just me and you now we got this come on now jeremiah come on now and i'm like petting it's under under its neck like you do with a weird doggy 
or with your fat cat. Uh, and Jeremiah <laughs> sits down oh. on its butt to where you're standing on the ground and then slowly rises from the back so that you just kind of slide back up on. As a good horse, Jeremiah. <laughs> I have a sugar cube that I feed Jeremiah. Can you, ro- can you, a- can you role play that for me, please? <laughs> Yeah, here. Watch what I do. Watch, watch what Hold I on, do. Hold on, Zach. Let me get it on back of you real quick. Just ooh, I like that. I, I like. I certainly it. don't. I certainly do not. Well, some of us don't like real role playing, Joe, and some of us love real role play. Oh god. Yeah, that's good. Oh god. Oh god. Are you okay? Did you hurt yeah. yourself role-playing as Jeremiah? Did you feel like a horse for a second? Was it hard to take yourself back out of being a horse? Okay, you're Zach. You're Zach. <laughs> you're preacher sheriff Bobby Custard. Everett's laying on the ground. Hold on. While Zach was a horse, he shit all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it. Let him pick that <laughs> up. <laughs> Role-play it now. Good thing he ate grass today. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Shit. Show us your poo. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> are, are you are you okay? God damn it, Judge! What the god damn? And I'm I'm reaching, holding out a hand for the sheriff. Looks like you've fallen and you can't giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> pretty good. <laughs> Uh, I don't got time for this, and I ride my horse over to where the bird fell. Everett, you know, uh, there's room on the back of this saddle for another if uh, you'd rather be with someone a little more experienced. Well, that that wasn't Bobby's fault. The goddamn judge shooting a gun out of nowhere pissed off all those horses. He should have known better. God damn it. I completely agree, and I will say that Jack is a better rider than I am, that's for damn sure. Uh, however, uh, not my fault, Judge Cortland, but, you know, he kind of does what he does. That we can't all agree. Professor Green is watching his horse just run off back to the stable in town, (laughs) just over the hill. (laughs) Completely all the way home. Yeah, he's like, uh, well, I, I, I think I need a ride, uh, from, from whoever's, from whichever horse is behind that Mr. Pace does not occupy. All right, it's the bachelor time. Hand out your rose, Everett. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Pick, you got to pick, pick a, a horse. horse to get on. <laughs> I thought that the, that we were helping each other back onto the horses. Yeah, you're probably and, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already I'm already riding up there with Bobby. I was just giving you another shot if you wanted to get on my horse. <laughs> uh Horace, you can go on you can go on and get up here. I know you probably uh don't want to get on Ephraim's. And I uh, reach my arm out to like heave him up with me. Thank you, Mr. Bowman. You're welcome. As you guys are click clacking down this dusty old ass pathway in between some of these houses, large plots of land, but houses closer, maybe a hundred yards apart, give them some space, but not nearly as much as being out a little bit outside of town lends you a lot more room like Pace or Perlman's places. And as you guys are heading on down here, you see that there is a modest wooden cabin with a covered wraparound front porch. There is a watermelon patch 
out front. To the side, there's a herd of cows nearby on the side of the house. And you guys would know this place is called the Brick House. Ow. B-R-I-C-K-H-A-U-S. German. Is it Mighty Mighty? It's Mighty Mighty. It's the kind you don't take home to mother. <laughs> that's that's a super freak. <laughs> I know. It's my favorite mashup. She's a brick house. The kind you don't take home to mother. And, and also mashed up are all of these watermelons uh, you see oh, no. as you're approaching. Every single watermelon in this watermelon patch has been destroyed. And on the front porch, there's a very tall, very buff woman who is crying. She's weeping very openly. And you know that this is Greer Hilfentop now. Big ol' shout out to M from Michigan, a citizen of contention and a $10 level backer tier backer patreon.com slash pretending pod. Thank you, M from Michigan, for both Greer Hilfentop now as well as the Brick House Gym. Before anybody can say anything, Horace Green has never seen this person, and he just says, Hello, ma'am, have you seen any interesting bones on your property? (laughs) Perhaps now is not the time. What happened to your vegetables? They're fruits. Melons. My melons, they are... uh, They have been completely destroyed, and I... I woke up in the night. <laughs> Please tie up your horses and come here. Judge, yeah, the judge is perfect, and, and preacher, sheriff, come hear my hear my story. Where where are you from? <laughs> Contention. Uh, Ephraim's already on the ground. He bends over to get the buzzard he shot, and he shoves it in a bag on his horse and leads his horse over to the porch and ties the horse up and just kind of looks at her. It was an excellent shot. They've been circling ever since last night when when one of my cows, my beautiful, beautiful cows, is completely eviscerated. Like, like... Wolves or they must have been wolves. Can you show me the way to that uh this here cow? Horace, I'm gonna need you with me on this <laughs> one. Well of course, I'm always happy to let my biological expertise. Do I know this woman? Yeah, and she uh she just started the brick house is a is a place where Ow <laughs> People can come work out. Where they can work out? Yeah, she's a she's a fitness person and she teaches people uh, of all ages and credos here in contention, how to do that cool thing where you destroy a watermelon with your thighs. <laughs> nice. Oh, that sounds fun. I'd like to learn. If only you could, because I am all out of watermelons. These were supposed to last me through next year. We just harvest. I'm going to look down at the watermelon patch uh, and search through it to see if there's any... I want to see if there's anything in there that's not just like dirt or leaves or watermelon pulp. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead and roll... Spot um, hidden, maybe? You could roll spot hidden. You could roll archaeology. I'll do spot hidden. 50 on a 
45. That's a fail. So you're looking around and you see footprints all over this place. Two different sets. How big? Neither are large. They're medium to small as far as feet go in the world. Hey, uh, are these your footprints down here, ma'am? No, I have not stepped foot. I I looked from the porch, but all of them, they have been gone. Boys, looks like there's (sighs) been two perps smashing melons. Yeah, there was a fight. A a fight? Yes. A melon fight. It's two women. Did you, you saw them? <clears throat> yes, uh, it, it woke me from my slumber, and I, I got up and I looked and I, I watched them. They were destroying everything in the melon patch. They were stepping all over it, and, and they had no regard for my for my watermelons. So they, you don't think they were here just to smash your property? No, no. One was catching the other, but I, I cannot believe with how... Ha- how? She's shaking her head and she's crying and she's like, I. My distress must have caused me to see things. What did your distress cause you to see? Well, I. I could have promised at the time. Now looking back, I do not know. You know how the mind plays tricks on you where you can create false memories in oneself, but it looked to be. That woman from the saloon who had gone missing. Kitty? Yes, that is the one. Hmm. And then there was another girl that she was capturing. She, she was dressed strange. Like how? Just odd, vibrant colors. Shoes made of different material. How old was she? She must have been a teenager. Some sort. But this, this lasso... That Miss Kitty was using to catch her, it, it was magic. magic. What, what kind of magic are you talking about here? We all know that magic ain't uh, uh, the, it, real. I already hung the witches that were hanging around here. <laughs> I disagreed with that decision personally. Not that I don't respect you. It's just that it, it didn't seem that they were actually witches. Anyway, I think that this this lasso, somehow, you, you know this... The lights in town, yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This power that moves through them seemed to be moving through this lasso? Like some kind of I electric lasso of some kind. Yes. Yes, it was it was filed to see and it oh it burned her enough to to make quite a smell. Horace, you think someone could handle an electric lasso that weren't hooked up to some big old power line. Glad to know Tildy B's doing okay here in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Horace Green, what are you doing during this during this time? It was it was Cortland's turn last time. What are you what are you looking at? Uh, Horace is looking at a bug that has wandered wandered into his frame of vision. What's it look like? Oh, it's 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 a rather remarkable little beetle. Uh, <laughs> do you really want to know? I do. Yeah. No, you don't. All right, good turn. <laughs> Jack Perlman. Uh, I was taking Horace with me to go check out the the cow. Yeah, and when you get over there, you see that uh, there is... You remember last night? Yeah, that's what I was uh, I'd say assuming. It, it looks a whole lot like that. Uh, Jack Perlman's eyes widen, and he looks back at Horace. You ever seen something make make marks like this on an animal before? There's a fucking hole in this cow the size of a bowling ball around it there seems to be bite marks 
Uh, go ahead and roll biology if you got it. That is not an Old West skill. Go ahead and roll natural world, I guess, if you got it. Using that one a lot. Is there science? Five. Oh, there's science. Oh, either way, you succeed on that roll as you see that these are bite marks roughly the size of a human jaw and roughly in the shape of a human mouth. Orissa, uh, I didn't want to uh-huh. I didn't want to frighten nobody. Well, I I hate to I hate to frighten you, Mr. Perlman, but a man did this. Now both of you roll sanity. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, uh fail. Horace passes. Jack Perlman, you just lose one sanity. <gasps> uh, this this sinks in a little harder because this has already happened. Specifically, you've already seen these exact markings. Seeing it for a second time confirms what you saw last night. Horace, I, I didn't want to shock nobody at the town hall, but this, uh, before I looked at it myself, but... Something similar to this happened to one of my horses last night, and by God, Dandelion, it looked like she just got murdered and ate up by some kind of creature that in the distance, I-, I thought my eyes was playing tricks on me, but you're telling me it's it's some kind of man that does this? Well, something with a jaw very much like that of a man. What kind of creature did you see? It, it, I, it was so far, it almost looked like a some kind of person but they were so far and they were moving ungodly fast, I'd say. I couldn't even catch up with them before they got into the woods and I was on horseback. And the wounds looked like this. Yeah. Do you still have the body? I'd very much like to see it. Yeah, she, she's she's still on the barn. I put some dirt on her to keep her from the other horses, but... I'm sorry, she's on the barn. <laughs> she's, she's on, on top, top of the barn. Of the barn. <laughs> How I did you get her, her up there? there? <laughs> Trebuchet. Jack Perlman is very strong. <laughs> My God, you're, what a specimen! Oh, thank you. You're an, <laughs> strong as a horse, not that horse. You're an absolute mountain of a man. You make that sludge Ephraim look like a sludge. Oh, well, got him. Certainly not a noble goo. <laughs> but yeah, if we if you need to go take another look, but I'm telling you, it looks an awful lot exactly like this, and I'm assuming this happened to her last night. Also, is there any other? things I can uh, perceive from this? Is there any tracks nearby? or You could roll tracking or... Is there a spot hidden? I think natural world would still work weirdly. I spot hidden in natural world. I'm gonna roll as well. Uh, I passed. 35 on a 40. You see footprints that are dug in right here on the ground. Dug in hard. And they've left a mark it's weird because shoes don't typically, the tread doesn't have a design on the bottom, but these have a three leaf design. It's like three leaves and it's got three lines through the bottom of this trefoil. And under it, it says EST 1949. Go ahead and roll a sanity check. This is from the future. <laughs> God would they, damn it, Would I anybody again. make that assumption? It depends on if he fails the sanity check. I failed it. It's from the future. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and lose one sanity. Horace, you, do you see these here tracks? Oh, let, let me just look at them. <laughs> You're looking at them. Well, why do you think it says established in 1949, a year that does not exist as far as we know? Probably just the bottom part of the other eight wore off, and it's from 1849. 
yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe. And uh, Jack looks a little unsure of himself at this point. Jack, it's perfectly silly to assume otherwise. Yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right. I, uh, you know, I didn't sleep good last night after uh, Dandelion's passing, but yeah. Yes, the body of your beloved horse. When can I see that? Cutting right back to <laughs> Everett Pace, what are you up to? He's surveying the watermelon still and talking up to Greer. Well, um, uh, Miss uh, Miss Hilf- Hilfentob Grimunkenau, uh, you know that <laughs> this isn't here a, a total loss. You you can make a fine jelly out of any of this here. I I can show you a little <laughs> gathered up here. I mean, you can't be popping them with thighs no more, I guess. But it's 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 still usable. I thought you were talking about the cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> make a fine jelly. <laughs> Beef jelly. Well, that is, I mean, you melt down hooves. That is very kind of you to say. And go ahead and roll uh, either psychology or persuade or charisma. I mean, I'll try a persuade, I, I guess. It's just a 10. <laughs> 76. Close. <laughs> yeah. Every pace you are just as. Uncaring and otherworldly as they say that you are in town. I must be going now. And she goes into her home and slams the door shut. Well, if you're not going to use it, then I'm going to. And he starts putting uh, some watermelon in his pockets. Just gooing up his pockets (laughs) with watermelon. (laughs) Uh, And then he'll, he'll join the cow inspectors. Uh, as he is shoving <clears throat> watermelon goo into his pockets, Ephraim looks at him doing it and bends down and scoops up a little crushed up watermelon and eats it and kind of makes a funny face. And then he pulls his flask out and takes a couple gulps of it and then starts to pee on the side of the house. And after he's <laughs> after he's done, he follows uh, Everett back to the cow. I hope you die a terrible Yeah, Horace Green walks death. up behind him and shoots him in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a malicious pee. It was just he had to go and this was what was there. It wasn't malicious. malicious. It wasn't malicious. <laughs> Are you saying that Cortland has in his past... Yes. Oh, certainly. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, malicious peas. I would imagine that like 60% of his pisses are malicious. <laughs> malicious and delicious because you know this guy's got diabetes for sure. Sweet. That, that sweet pea. Sweet human oil. What? We call Does it yours gay. come out as oil and float on the top of your toilet water? <laughs> A little bubble sign of a healthy of a healthy kidney. Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's like extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> oh, no. I've got to shake the toilet bowl up for it to be a uniform for a yellow. Vinaigrette. Uh, yeah, Ephraim takes his takes his sweet piss on the on the lady's house and walks back. Oh boy! What a foul man! As Everett's walking up on you guys, boy, it sure sounds like Miss Kitty had herself a night. She was up here, and then she was at the at the cemetery. She was up at my place. She's been running all around. And she dragged a woman with bizarre clothes 
around with an electric lasso. Sounds to me like we got two people string up now. Hey, Everett, did did you have did you have anything uh, that was living eviscerated on your property at all? Like uh, this here cow. If you want to look at it, I wouldn't recommend it personally because it hurt my brain when I did. But you could look <laughs> at it if you wanted to. But you could just trust me that it looks real bad. No, I don't reckon I did. I I saw her out there and I ran her off. Mr. Pace, you're absolutely sure you saw nothing last night? 100%. I mean, I saw Miss Kitty trying to dig up my wife, but no, nothing nothing other than that. Okay, because I had one of my horses get uh, real messed up, similar to this, and I just needed to know if it happened to you too. We could put put something together, maybe, figure out what's going on. No, not, not, nothing. I think I, I think I just got there in time. Jack, which which horse was it? It was Dandelion. Oh, goddamn. Beautiful, beautiful goddamn horse. Always wanted hay, mister, and her to get something we could sell. That wasn't going to happen, but she was a beautiful horse. <laughs> I miss Dandelion already. What do you think happened here? Horace told me that... Horace, why don't, why don't you tell him what your science tells you about what could have possibly happened here? Well, by the distance between the upper and lower parts of the bite, the dentation... The depth of the wound, uh, all signs point to a human jaw. You think Miss Kitty did this? I don't know. Now it sounds like Miss Kitty was with someone else. Now, now do we do we know that maybe this someone or something else is is the cause of all this? I mean, she, when she was over there digging up the grave over by my place, she 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 was in a in a in a tizzy. She 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 had a frenzy to her. Maybe maybe she uh, maybe she got bit maybe maybe she uh, maybe she got bit by a snake or something rattled rattled her up in there made her eat a cow I've seen it do worse to worse <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it do worse to worse or has <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of something like that some kind of disease that makes you go wild and be able to murder a horse and a cow in one evening and outrun another horse? Well, why, certainly. All sorts of maladies affect man's mind and can drive them insane. Yeah, but I'm talking like speed and such and viciousness of the jaws. When the body becomes hyper-excited, it has the power to ignore ignore pains that might otherwise hobble it, and so under, under immense strengths, uh, a man is incapable of uh, is capable of of great feats of strength and and speed and. Um, but I'm talking outrunning a goddamn horse here, not like outrunning another person. I'm talking grade A, beautiful Jack, horses uh, mis- that I raised. Mr. Perlman, Mr. Perlman uh, science would suggest that the most obvious answer is a slow horse. You talking about Jeremiah like that? Look at Jeremiah, and you tell you tell what you think about him. And when you look over at Jeremiah where he's tied up at the post at the entrance to the brick house, you see Preacher Sheriff Bobby Custard is across the road in between a couple houses and he's looking off at a trail that leads in the southeasterly direction out of town. And he comes walking back with his head slunk down. None of y'all had tracking, is that right? None of y'all's getting good at tracking? I, I think it was established that you are quite the trackster. 
Yep, so I went ahead and took care of it for you, and turns out, it seems like one person dragged some some body, I guess, uh, through this way, threw him on top of a horse, and the horse, it just trotted on right off, going about, you know, pretty quick pace, quick clip, heading on down this path here, and this path only leads to one place. Yeah, what? that's handy. And you all know... That it leads to the southeast part of town, which is where the new mine resides. And it also happens to be the property on which Silas and Mary Cole live. I haven't been here long, but if I'm not mistaken, it leads straight to the coal land. It does indeed. Over there by the mine. That's right. I'm sure he had something to do with this. Yeah, I've always felt, felt uneasy about him. And this is making me feel uneasy, so uh, he's probably up to something, right? Custard, can we get on in there? It's legal, right, for sheriffs to do that if there's things to look at and such? Well, we can certainly go just ask him questions. We just need to follow these railroad tracks here straight to the mine. We could uh, go under the pretense of me asking about my copper wire. Yeah, I mean, you are a judge. You can sign a warrant. Yeah, that, yeah. If there's two people in this town that could walk into any property here in contention, I'd say they're sitting on these fine horses right here. It's the judge and the sheriff, and, uh, you know, uh, also the priest is here as well, so. I'm also the doctor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is he good at any of them? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he gives a decent service. 40%. <laughs> in preaching. Get my darling.